Gentlemen, start your engines. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. I'm not a crook. If you like your health care plan, you'll be able to keep your health care plan. for the latest news on money, politics, prophecy, and preparedness. And now your host, the editor-in-chief of ChristianMoney.com and the author of more than 30 books, Jim Paris. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our guest segment. Here is the book. I'm holding it up if you're watching on the video stream. It is called End Times Investigations, and it's from our friends at Defender Publishing. You're going to want to get this book. You're absolutely going to want to get this book. I can't stop reading it. It's just fascinating, the topics that he gets into, including Hollywood mind control, demons, astral projection, uh, demon portals. This is incredible stuff here, really cutting edge. And if you want to get the book, I'll tell you right now, and we'll mention it again at the end. It's through Defender Publishing, which is our friends at Skywatch TV. So you can go to Skywatch TV, just Google that, go to the Skywatch store, and you can get this book, uh, End Times Investigations. And it's also available at Amazon. I checked that uh, as well. If you want to pick it up on Amazon, you can do that as well. And David Hevener is with us, author and and filmmaker, good to have you with us, sir. Hey, Jim, so good to be with you. And I tell you what, the little segment I caught at the end, man, I love your show. I'm, I'm, you, you got a new listener here. So, <laughs> thank you very much. Good, well, good to have you with us. Uh, it's all one big family, and uh, we're just trying to spread truth. And that's a hard thing to do in this world today is to get the truth out there. I wanted to start by talking about. Uh, so, I called you about three weeks ago. And you were actually taking a break from a movie set. Well, I called you and I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. I'm talking to a movie star. Uh, Tell tell us about this movie that you're right now in the middle of filming, and then we'll get into the book. Yeah, yeah, Jim. So, yeah, I've got a TV series. It's called The Last Evangelist. um, And I play a cop uh, and I bust underground churches for not registering with the government. Um, wow. and it deals with, uh, yeah, it deals with vaccines, viruses, vaccines, and a thing called the insertion, which is a precursor to, to the mark of the beast. And so one night I hear God's voice and, um, I end up going blind. Uh, sounds familiar, huh? Yeah. Uh, end up going blind. And I, I, when I wake up, um, I realize that I'm on a mission. So with the Bible in one hand, a gun in the other, I set out to find the Antichrist deals with cashless society, Mark of the Beast, uh, FEMA camps. So it's a series. Um, I call it CSI meets the Book of Revelation. It comes out uh, April 30th. We're having a big uh, premiere in Ohio. And David, let me let me interrupt you and ask. Road. I'm not sure what your mic setup is or your phone, but what we're hearing is like it's kind of getting louder and softer. So if you could try to stay close to your phone or your oh. microphone, that way we can we don't want to miss any okay. word. So say it again. It's it's as if C- okay. CSI met what? Uh, it's like CSI meets the Book of Revelation, uh, where I play a cop or a bust underground churches. I think you heard that part. Yeah, right? absolutely. Um, and so, yeah. and so, your yeah. character is almost like the Apostle Paul, modern day, right? So you're a bad guy, but then yeah. you become a good guy. 
Right, exactly. Kind of the kind of the anti-hero, uh, which is most of the characters in the Bible. Uh, and so, uh, basically, I wrote this three and a half years ago, Jim, before the the pan the so-called pandemic. And uh, so, I feel like God gave it to me, and and so I was diligent about getting it done. But but I'm doing it not through the studios. You know, God said, go to my people. So I'm doing it through crowdfunding, and also releasing it on my own platform. So we can keep it in house and do what needs to be done, and not let Hollywood mess with the, you know, with the with the theme of it. Can people still donate to the and, crowd and crowdfunding? Is that still going? They, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. They can go to lastevangelist.com and they can, uh, you know, for as little as twenty five bucks, get a special on screen thank you. They can get t shirts, hats. Uh, they can even get a part in the movie. Or they can become a producer. So all these for different levels of donations. Wow, that's so uh, cool. Of course, when they go to watch it, when they go to watch it, they can go to davidhevener.tv. We have our own Roku and Apple platform, and that it'll come out exclusive there on April 30th. Wow. So, so your your whole plot with with the vaccine and viruses and all of that you had this in in mind before any of this happened that's right that's incredible <clears throat> oh yeah 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 because when i read the script to people they go oh this is futuristic and i said well i don't know you know and then all of a sudden it happened i watched everything unfold even i even have a character called dr amy adams which is the flashy of what we know and she comes on and coaxes everybody how to take the the vaccine talking about the you know of course it's all a, you know it's all a gaslighting uh trip and uh, uh but yeah it it's interesting how God operates so so we're coming out with it in each episode they're all half hour episodes and we've got about 20 episodes uh, that we're going to be filming and they all deal with what's happening Jim today deals with uh, the great financial reset which I I'm sure you would probably agree with what's going on with the playing of money and at the fed it deals with fema camps it deals with oh just some horrific things that's coming down the pike wow well that's incredible so if people want to get more information about that they go to the the last evangelist or just last evangelist.com uh, just yeah they go to last evangelist.com and they can find out more information and they can then go to davidhevener.tv, sign up, and that's where you'll get to, to watch this thing on April the 30th. All right. Now, let's get into this book. I'm going to hold it up again for those watching on the video stream. Uh, it's You know what's funny about this show is we have a large following in the, in the UK, and I don't know why that is, but whenever I look at my stats on our 24-7 stream, which this show will re-air dozens of times this week, um, on the 24-7 stream, which the replay, uh, we have people from Australia, people from all over the world that are that are watching the show and downloading the show, which, which makes it really cool. And a lot of them are book buyers. And so wow. is this book available also as a Kindle? Cause a lot of them love the Kindle versions. You know, I don't know, you know, defenders handling all of that. I assume it is because they release a lot of their stuff through Kindle, I assume. So yeah. Okay. Yeah, very good. Know. All right. Well, we'll make sure that uh, people can check on Amazon also to see if it's available that way as well. All right. Let's get into what's in the book yeah. here. All right. I've, I I am on a, a show a lot as a guest, George Norrie, uh, who comes on in the middle of the night. 
He's a friend of mine and I've been on mm-hmm. I've been on there maybe a dozen times as a guest. And sometimes when I listen to the show, they talk about this thing called astral projection and they talk about it as if it's kind of some neat, groovy experience that you can have. Your book has it right on the cover mm-hmm. and I don't even know what it is. So tell us what astral projection is and what your book has to say about it. Yeah, astral projection is the is the 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 act the process of one uh, leaving one's own body, astraling your soul, uh, your spirit out, if you will. Um, this is usually done uh, intentionally. However, through my many many interviews, uh, Jim, I found that there has been cases where. I interviewed one lady where her 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 spirit was taken out of her body, was sucked out of her body. Um, this is where um, people you mean it was go against the it was against her will. It was sucked out of her body. Yeah, yeah. I've I've interviewed several people like that, and plus other what I would consider experts in this particular field. They have also encountered people where it's been against their will. For the most part, it's, it's, it's consensual. Okay. Uh, it's a practice that's done among the new agers. Um, and unfortunately it's leaked into the modern day Christian church. Um, and people go out and they even have astral sex. Uh, they, they, there's astral warfare. You know, the military has been using this for years now where they have psi, psi warriors, and they actually go out and they um, uh, there, there's warfare, spiritual warfare, where they've learned to project out of their wow. body. Tell me about the church. Uh, you said uh, some, some yeah. churches are are some churches are actually saying this. They're saying astral projection is a good thing, and they're actually doing this well, in the church. No, yeah, they never will call it astral projection. Um, they'll usually give it another label. Uh, the reason they don't call it astral projection because it's tied in already to New Age. And I think uh, the way Satan's working as he's getting into the church, he doesn't want to blow people out of the water. So he'll start out with a meditation process, okay, uh, to the, the visualization, till it gets to the point where you actually leave your body and you are actually having an experience uh, in another dimension. Wow. Uh, so, so it's a process that they use. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's churches. So, so there, what would they, what would they say? Like, this is something that the Holy spirit is doing in you and you're leaving your body and they, they don't call it astral projection, but they have sort of Christian ease that they put in, in place of that. Uh, and, and people are actually doing this. Right. Yeah. They can mark it up as visualization, uh, that that's on a 101 level, but then they can also, I mean, if you've heard experience of people going to heaven, they talk to Jesus, they have an encounter with God, this can be a form of astral projection. Now, I'm not saying that people have not had an encounter with God. That's not what I'm saying. But for the most part, a lot of this is, is, is people astraling themselves out uh, intentionally, and they're having experience with who, with who they think is God, which usually is is the demonic realm, because God will never operate in, in within astral projection. He will never have anyone astral their their spirit out 
to have an encounter. Uh, there's nothing really in the Bible that uh, that condones it. And so it's a very dangerous practice because you don't know when you get out there what what spirits you're dealing with. And they're very deceptive, by the way. Wow, that is something. I And that's something uh, that is even uh, creeping into the church, which is the case with it, it's not just this, but a lot of new age things are creeping into the church, whether it's, you know, uh, you know, people talking about, uh, you know, positive thinking is fine. But then you take it kind of to the next step where it's like whatever your mind believes it can do, you can do. And you get into some of this sort of new age uh, teaching uh, and you get into certain kinds of meditation and things like that. And it can certainly get out of control. And when you put it within the church and put Christian terms to it, it doesn't change what it is, uh, but it just opens up believers to these dangerous practices. Talk about demon portals, another thing on the cover of your book. Yeah, so there are portals. There's demonic portals. Um, <clears throat> it can range anywhere from uh, a room in a house to, to, a, to a house. It could be portals exist sometimes in neighborhoods. Uh, I talk a lot about various portals in certain um, in certain cities. Uh, these are cities that usually, well, not usually, but for the most part, have given themselves over to. Um, <clears throat> they're very anti-God. They've given themselves over to the spirit of, uh, of sexual perversion. Uh, it's usually a spirit of uh, against uh, children. It'll be whether human trafficking or. Uh, you know, abortion. Um, I talk about one uh, in Nashville, Tennessee, which is where I'm from. I was a songwriter for many years. And uh, how in the middle of Music Row, they have a statue. And I break down what this statue really means. Because usually when there's a portal, a demon will usually resurrect a monument or have there will be a symbol uh, and, but you just have to be aware of it. Most people aren't even aware of it because demons like to prance around and they like to put these symbols and signs right in front of people's noses, especially Christians, because they're so brain dead that they don't really get it. Whereas I went and I investigated these certain cities that have portals and I found where the demons have made their mark. You know, they always show their mark because that's just the way Satan is. He likes to prance around with his chest out, you know. Wow, interesting. So, uh, w what other cities uh, can I just guess San Francisco would be on that list? <laughs> well, you know, believe it or not, <clears throat> the cities you would think may not may be on the list usually wouldn't make the top of the list. I don't name that many cities because I get into more of the process right. of, it, of how they do it. I mean, it. if I had to Another guess, I, I would say would... Washington, Washington D.C. and San Francisco would be on my. Uh, well, I'd, I'd be looking in those two cities if I, you know, didn't have any other leads. Yeah, and, and I'm not saying they wouldn't be, but um, for instance, Louisville, Kentucky. Um, Louisville, Kentucky uh, is is it has portal is a is a portal. Uh, and I was born in Louisville, uh, and that's the reason that I kind of understand it. But they have a zombie walk every year where there's over sixty thousand people dressing up as dead people walking. They dress their kids up. And they've been doing this year after year after year. Um, there's also gargoyles uh, that uh, that infested the city back at the turn of the century. And they've actually have statues on churches of these gargoyles, these demonic uh, uh, presence of these gargoyles in churches, in ch on churches, exterior churches, 
in the city. I mean, wow. it just goes so deep. Usually, usually this stuff, Jim, okay, let's take San Francisco and let's take Washington, okay? It, it, it usually, the demonic portals usually go way back generation after generation after generation. Neither of these cities, Washington nor San Francisco, have gone back that many generations with curses. It, their curses have just spawned the past 70, 60, 70 years, you know, mostly through the political realm. And uh, but they are I believe they are I, I believe they are portals. I just haven't investigated those. But the cities I go back to, just like Kentucky, I mean, we're talking it goes back to the 1700s, sometimes the 1600s. So wow. it's generation after generation where they got a foothold in these things. Interesting. And, and and that's there's more on that in the book, folks. If you want to get the book through Defender Publishing, Skywatch uh, TV store is where you'll find it. Uh, one of the scariest things uh, in my entire life is the movie The Exorcist. And and I, let me tell you what, why it scared me. I was a little kid and my parents went with some friends to see this movie called The Exorcist. And I was still a kid at the time. And my parents dressed up and they, you know, as people did back in that time, they went out to dinner with some friends. Then they went to see this movie called The Exorcist. And when they came back, I overheard conversations for weeks that my two parents were literally scared to death after seeing the movie The Exorcist. And as a little kid, I'd never seen it, but I'd overheard this conversation and, and I was scared to death having never seen it. And then as an adult, when I went to see it, I mean, this is a movie that stands up, uh, stands the test of time as far as evil goes and as far as scariness goes. Um, but your book gets into The Exorcist and um, you talk in there about the association between antipsychotic drugs, shock therapy and the film The Exorcist. So what is what are the connections there? Yeah, so my background, uh, I started as a social worker many years ago, and back then, uh, we were able to give shock therapy. Of course, we gave it under the assistance of a, I don't even think it was a doctor at, at that time. I can't remember so long ago, but, but I was there administering it and assisting in it. And <clears throat> I remember watching in the shock therapy, the, the girl's neck would swell, you know, their their their, uh, their lymph nodes, anything filled with water, the electricity would cause it to swell. I remember her eyes. I remember how she spoke, you know, the, the vocal cords. They usually, the, the intonation changes. And when I saw the exorcist, I said, wait a minute. This is the, the people that I'm dealing with, with shock therapy, where I'm dealing with demons. This is not a, this is not a, uh, you know, uh, a physio a, it's not physical it's 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 a spiritual and so I started opening my eyes up as a social worker working at the mental institution of how I was dealing with with demons uh, instead of just patients that were ill now <clears throat> the medication what the medication does that time was thorazine medication what it does it puts a person in the state where of nothingness where a demon can come in and operate very easily because there's no pushback. It's just almost if you could think of something at zero, you know, flat line. So a demon comes in and that's, and if a person is not a Christian, a demon will totally take them over. And I discovered that probably 70% of my patients were actually demon possessed. Um, and at best they were oppressed. Uh, and so I started, you know, 
looking at it differently. And I started actually at that time, I didn't know I was doing it, but I was actually casting the demons out uh, in, in my own way of, you know, not knowing a whole lot going on. So what was the exorcist? The exorcist was Satan's way of revealing to us again, this is a gaslighting putting in our face exactly what he was doing with mental health, the patients that were psychotic, all these mental institutions that were all over the United States. And he was just telling us exactly what was really going on. And yet, instead of people waking up and understanding this is something we need to deal with, demonic warfare, they all got scared and started checking their closet. You know, (laughs) they went the other way, just like you're talking about your parents. And by the way, Jim, it wasn't just your parents. I had so many people come in and talk to me about the exorcist saying, listen, let me tell you something. During that time, we had people come in and check themselves into mental institutions simply because they watched the movie The Exorcist. Wow. Now figure that out. Wow. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say, what is this person's background? They don't have one. What's the problem? They're paranoid. They're not a schizophrenic. They're paranoid. They have anxiety. They're They can't function. And I would find out that the root cause of this was they went and saw The Exorcist, the movie, after you dig deep and deep and deep enough, you know. All right. I want to get into so much more here. So I'm going to skip ahead, even though I've got chills right now after you saying all that. Uh, How is the entertainment business connected with satanic ritual abuse, witchcraft and what you're calling here programmed multiples? Tell us about this. Yeah, well, Hollywood, uh, the reason demonic influence and demons have gotten into Hollywood is because of the camera. That You can make a movie in Hollywood and literally put it out to the rest of the world, just like The Exorcist. That's why the demons play in Hollywood. That's why they have a stronghold there, because they know if they can just turn that little, you know, the little rudder there, it turns the whole ship, the little bit in the mouth of the horse, it turns the whole horse. And that's why they have conjugated there for the past, I'd say, 75, 80 years. Uh, and they've taken a, a, you know, a, a foothold into this thing. And this is why we must understand that demons don't live in pornography. They don't live in R-rated movies. What they've gotten into is the Disney, is the family movies, is the Nickelodeons. This is where they're living now. I, don't know if you've get, I have to do a Monday night show, which I'm covering this tomorrow night, uh, Jim. They've got a new ice cream truck out uh, in the ice cream truck. Uh, you walk up to it and then they start talking to you about abortion. OK, but it's got Disney stuff on it and it's got all this crazy stuff. Disney just came out with a cart with a uh, you know feature film for kids where two women kiss, you know, same sex kiss. They just busted a big human trafficking ring uh, of people who work at Disney, okay, Disneyland. And that is true uh, because so I, I saw that in our local news here. I live about an hour and a half from Disney, yeah. and I saw that several Disney employees were in that Polk County raid, uh, that trafficking raid, absolutely in the news. Yep, for sure. Yeah, so, it, yeah, so, so it, it's in Hollywood, but it's gotten into the – the children into the children's programming. Now, getting to the program multiples, a lot of actors you see, uh, not a lot, but there are some that are program multiples. A program multiple is someone, we call it in the mental health world, uh, DID, uh, Dissociative Identity Disorder, but 
but now I really call it program multiples, where you're intentionally by someone programmed where your personalities are split, where you have two or more personalities. And uh, <clears throat> I have encountered actors making over 50 films in Hollywood who are definitely program multiples. They have been programmed for a purpose, for a specific reason, and it's usually was always for a, a, an evil a reason uh, program, you know, to do evil. Um, so yeah, that's the program multiples and that's how Satan has gotten itself. So these are people that have like multiple personalities, but not by a psychological, um, issue. It's, it's something that was programmed into them. And maybe that's why they're such a great actor because they are different people inside the same body. Exactly. So they're usually programmed by a coven, uh, which is a, a group of witches, um, if it's not a coven, it can be programmed by an individual, but it's usually always for a purpose, for a mission. Uh, for instance, I, I did a show uh, on the Vegas shooting, which I believe the guy, the Vegas shooter, was a program multiple. Uh, if anybody wants to see that, they can watch it on davidheavener.tv. Uh, there's a lot of these shooters are program multiples because they'll have a personality at the end of, of the day after they do all their killing, they have another personality that's that it's a suicide personality where they'll end up taking their lives. So if you notice, a lot of these shooters will end up shooting themselves at the end of the day. Um, I talk about some of these uh, high-profile TV preachers that were taken down in the 70s. I believe that <clears throat> some of these women that got involved in their life, I believe they were program multiples. I think they were programmed for that specific specific reason it, it just goes on and on it i have a lot of it in the book very good uh fascinating information and then this uh the tie between jeffrey epstein and the holocaust uh are german scientists still doing nazi type procedures in america today uh jeffrey epstein wow and that's a guy who i think there's probably a dozen stories still to be written about him that we still don't know things about what he was into. What does your book have to say about him? Yeah, that Jeffrey Epstein thing is so ridiculous. I mean, a kindergarten could look at that and just tear it apart, tear it to pieces. It, there's so many holes in this thing. It doesn't make any sense other than this guy was a victim of, of programming uh, he had a very specific mission. Uh, I don't believe he committed suicide. Uh, I'm not sure if he's dead, actually. Um, there's so much behind this, Jim. It'd take us about four or five shows to get through it. But um, but with Jeffrey Epstein, people have to understand that what you saw in the media and what he actually did are two different things because the media is controlled uh, by it has a has a Luciferian agenda. All media, almost all media, is controlled by the Antichrist in these days in which we live. So everything you see through the mainstream media, especially, you have to understand that you're being programmed yourself to hear and see certain things what they want you to see. So the things that Jeffrey Epstein really was into is so deep. And again, I touch on a lot of this stuff in the book uh, that it, it it just kept blowing my mind the deeper I got into it. Do you think that it was ultimately uh, not about the sex and all of that, but about a blackmail agenda and that he was uh, operating on behalf of, of maybe our government 
uh, blackmailing people, uh, getting dirt on people? I, I think that it goes deeper than that. I think that a lot of the people are caught up in the underbelly of the of the Luciferian uh, agenda. What does that mean? It's addiction to pain. Uh, it's addiction to, to sexual perversion, usually with children. Uh, there's there's top people caught up in it, and that's the reason, Jim, you do not see arrest like you should be seeing. You should be seeing a lot of people in handcuffs, but you're not seeing it. You're not even seeing one, not even one. So the answer to my question is blackmail, yes, but that's the manifestation, the outer layer of what's really going on. What's going on here is a major uh, chain of addiction, okay? Because when you have people, and this goes for Hollywood, that have so much money but they don't know what to do with it, people actually go insane. They actually start believing there's something they're not. They don't know what to spend their money on. So they get, you know, because I went through this in Hollywood. Uh, not that I had multi-millions, but I still, in my small little way, got into the world of everybody telling you what you wanted to hear. And there's parties and it's all fantasy land. And so you lose contact with reality. And so you get into things you think that, you know, that is okay for you to do, but it would be, you know, blasphemy for somebody else. You almost become your own God. So I think it's delusion. People are delusional. Uh, and again, I talk about this in the book. It goes very, very deep. All right. Now you talk about the cashless society and the Illuminati and whether you can survive that or not. One of the things I have thought is maybe cryptocurrency is an answer to this. And maybe it's not even Bitcoin. Maybe it's some type of cryptocurrency that a Christian creates that gives Christians an ability to operate outside the system somehow. Uh, what does your book have to say about the cashless society? We'll close it out with that as our last question tonight. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, you mentioned the German scientists. I just want to tell you, yes, they were unleashed here in the 50s after the war, after the Holocaust, and they have been operating and they're still operating. But anyway, getting to the cashless society, I believe what's going to happen, this happens to be in episode two, in the next six months to a year, we're going to have a reset. And what does that mean? It means that the government's printed so much money that they're so deep in a hole in debt, the only way they're going to get out of it is to reset the dollar. The way to do that, and I'll give you Johnny Thunder tour, is if you've got $1,000 U.S., Jim, they're going to issue a card saying, here, we're going to give you a card that's going to give you $2,000. You give me your $1,000, we're going to give you a card that has $2,000 on it. But unfortunately, those $2,000 are just points, and those points won't even buy you half of what $1,000 will buy, you see. So it, it will... it. It'll buy certain things that they can control, and it'll look like a good deal, but the other things they can't. So you'll end up with about one-fourth of what you normally have. A lot of banks are going to fail. Uh, I tell people, if you got money, try to get into hard assets. As far as crypto, here's the problem I'm having with that, is that the government will take over crypto because that's what this point system is. Uh, and if someone tries to go outside and, and operate their own crypto and the government says, 
you can't. Here's the rules and regulations. Well, then you got another problem unless you move to Russia or something, you know. So I don't see if they put a lot of rules and regulations on this crypto, I don't see how people are going to benefit uh, by it because, again, they're going to want total exclusivity over the financial markets and the financial system. So would your advice then be don't take the points card, keep your cash or convert your cash to some like hard asset like gold or something before before that? Yeah, yeah the, the, the thing is, you won't have a choice. They're going to tell you you have to turn that the money will be illegal. Um, it'll be illegal to try to use a use a dollar. And this will be over a period of time. They're going to do it overnight because everybody will freak out. So they'll eventually make it unlawful to use uh, currency. So you're going to have to trade it in. Now, if you already have land, you have a hard asset, uh, you know, I don't know how that's going to play out. That That's not low-hanging fruit. What the low-hanging fruit for the Luciferians are, again, this we're talking antichrist system, okay? I'm not just talking about America. I mean, we're talking about a worldwide antichrist takeover. Their low-hanging fruit is the cash, is the money, uh, because that's how they trade daily. Okay, if you got a hard asset, land, I'm, gold is a whole other thing. You know, they could, they could cause you to catch. I don't know about gold yet, but, but I think hard assets like land, uh, real estate, uh, you know, things that that. that are hard that you can use. And those are things that would do well. Those would do well in inflation. Uh, you know, owning real estate would definitely uh, do well in times of inflation. But you could largely, I mean, if you yeah. wanted to control the masses, I mean, clearly we know the book of Revelation talks about a mark of the beast and talks about a financial system. And that could be no more clear today than it's ever been in history that you could absolutely control the masses of the world if you can control people's money. I even envision, David, a uh, scenario where, Let's say you have a bunch of people protesting, like maybe it's another January 6th and somebody comes over a loudspeaker and says, we know who all of you are because we have trackers on you and we're going to take a thousand dollars out of your bank account for the next every five minutes until you disperse. And they just start withdrawing money electronically from your that's how the Antichrist system would work is he, you, they can absolutely destroy yep. you financially at a moment's notice if they want to just without any judicial process, just take away your points or your money that's that's in the system. And you can absolutely control the masses that way. Absolutely. If you look at Canada, just what I covered that uh, very, very uh, intimately. With what happened in Canada, what they, what Trudeau did with the banks, you know, when you had the truckers up there uh, trying to stand for their rights, uh, he, he froze all their accounts, uh, and, and he stopped the social media fundraising. Uh, so they, Canada is a perfect example of the beginning of how the system will work. If you, and I actually did a show on that, and of course, social media, uh, took me down, because uh, I hit a, I hit a vein there. So, yeah, absolutely. We'll take our take our last minute here or so and tell us again uh, websites people can go to to follow you. Tell us about the movie, how they can get the book, all of that good stuff. Yeah, thanks. So for Last Evangelist, if you'd like to get involved, donate, you can go to lastevangelist.com, get more information. If you want to watch it, 
go sign up davidhevener.tv. We have over 600 videos on there, and we have original programming. And I cover a lot of things in this book. You're talking about Jim on David Hevener TV. I have exclusive shows. I do a Monday night live show every Monday, 7 o'clock. We go worldwide, which, Jim, I got, I'd like to get you on as a guest sometime. Um, Love to. And we cover all these topics. Well, all these topics we talk about, this is what we cover, things the church refuses are scared to talk about. Um, and if anyone wants to get in touch with me, they can always email me at david at com. If they would like to get involved with the ministry, uh, they can text the word CHOSEN to 91999. We have plenty of product there, the book, the DVDs. Uh, we have DVDs on End Times Investigations that goes along with the book. Um, and they can also go to davidhevner.tv forward slash order or call 866-844-806-0006. Give us that number one more time. Yeah, it's um, 844-806-0006 to get more information on our T-shirts, Legalized Jesus T-shirts, mugs. Uh, we have an End Times Investigation DVD that covers uh, – the um, astral projection covers uh, Luciferian one world religion. Uh, all the things we've talked about, they can get uh, they can get all that product. And the there. main website is davidhevener.com. Is that right? Uh, the main website is davidhevener.tv. Okay, davidhevener.tv. Uh, they, they can go sign. Very good. All right, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you so much, David, for being with us. Uh, I'm fascinated. We'll definitely have you back yeah. again. God bless. Keep up the great work. Great. Got. Thank you, Jim. God bless you. Thank you. you. Too. Wow, that guy is incredible. I've I've still got chills. I've I've got chills on my arms just listening to this guy, and he's right. All of these topics the church does not want to talk about, and you can go and check this guy out at davidhevener.tv. First time with us. I absolutely love this guy, and here's the book if you want to get a copy of it. End Times Investigations. You're going to want to get this book, and I'm going to finish reading it. I don't get to read all the books, that little secret. I don't get to read all of them, but this is one I'm definitely going to read. Uh, really, really good stuff, and I hope you enjoyed that interview. I certainly enjoyed listening to it, even though I'm the one conducting it. Thanks so much for joining us. Remember, if it's Sunday night, it's Jim Paris Live. So long, everybody. God bless. We'll talk to you next time.